What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Mats Podcast. And we're getting closer to 200, y'all, and I still don't have anything to do. But until then, we're going to do this uh, episode here, 187. I like to say 187. I like to say episode number, so that way I'm committed to putting that episode out on time. So for this episode, I'm actually bringing back a guest. Um, she's been on... I think you've been on at least off the mats once and then so you like horror, maybe you've been on a couple podcasts with me. But uh last time I spoke with this young lady, uh she had just gotten promoted to blue belt, but we we kind of talked a little bit about jujitsu, but we didn't really get a whole lot of jujitsu talk. So we're coming back, we're doing we're we're going all in. So I want to bring back to the podcast my Instagram friend and podcast friend, shut up nut. How you doing, my friend? Welcome back. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Good, good. Um, hey, I've actually been meaning to reach out to have you back on. It's just the world just moves so fast and I get distracted. So when I'm on Instagram and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, like this post, like that comment. And then I'm like, oh yeah, let me message her. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm hungry. Let's go make a sandwich. Right. <laughs> life moves on but but i know you're there so since we last spoke and again you were fresh into your blue belt world at that time and since then you've been competing helping coach classes you got a lot going on my friend so tell me about it give me give me all the tea so since we've talked i've taken over the youth program at my gym so i'm the head of the youth program it's been really exciting and then i just got done today was the last class of a six-week women's self-defense boot camp that i was running which was really cool and then just with all of that i've been given more and more responsibilities at the gym and i definitely wanted to reach out and like talk about it because i feel like jujitsu is just like such a journey like such a like mental health and like a journey to find yourself and I, I don't know I never played any other sports growing up but like I feel like it's a more intense like humbling journey than other sports might be so I did want to like talk about how coaching has impacted me and how my blue belt has impacted me like as a person and then just like kind of talking about what I'm looking for in myself going into a purple belt um i've never chased a belt before it took me five years to get my blue belt and usually i'm not very like time i'm not like keeping track of anything like that but i did sit down with my professor recently and was like i want to get my purple belt in a reasonable amount of time what does that look like for me and it was kind of a shock when he was like, as far as your technique goes, I feel like you're there, but you're quiet and you don't take up a lot of space. And I don't know if you trust your own jujitsu and you work here and I want you to be like inspiring people. So that's just what I've been working on is just kind of making friends in the community and talking and, and like telling myself that I kind of know what I'm doing a little. So I, I do think you know, with a lot of times when we when we start jujitsu, there is this ideal of, you know, chasing the belt. I got to get my blue belt in this much time. I got to do it, you know, this fast. I got to be the fastest. And eventually you get to a point where you're just like, you know what, screw it. I'm here for this journey. I'm here to learn. And, and I'm glad that, you know, you became aware of that, you know, early on because, you know, there are a lot of you know a lot of grapplers i think i was that way early it took me four years maybe to get my blue belt so i think at about you know maybe three and a half three i was just like i i don't care I, i'm just showing up to class mm -hmm. I, I just want to grapple i because jujitsu for many of us isn't just about jujitsu and in the belts it's about finding ourselves mental health for sure you know dealing with stress dealing with you know 
outside world problems. So the belts become part of the decoration of learning about yourself. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you're able to, you know, kind of pick up on that and just say, you know what, I'm going to do this when I'm going to, you know, I'll get it when I get it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. For so. me, it was opposite. Like I signed up thinking I have nothing to lose. I'm a slow learner. I've never jogged in my life and I have no expectations for myself whatsoever. And it took forever. Like I always tell people when I compete, people are, people are like, you did really great. How long have you been competing? And I'm like six years and everyone's like, Oh, <laughs> like, cause I compete every time. Like it's my first time and I'm not the best competitor at all. And like, now that I'm coaching and I can see other, like I'm teaching these people and they're doing the thing. And that's just been like a confidence booster and then winning gold for my first time. I've literally competed maybe like 30, 40 times. I've won gold for my first time this past month and it felt so good. And I won gold versus one girl who was at my gym. So it wasn't like a huge like competition or anything but just knowing that like I did it I got the gold medal it took years but I did it and there's like a situation in which I can do it it gave me this like mentality of like maybe I don't have to wait five years for my purple belt maybe I could like do it and do it faster so now I'm like almost not I don't want to say I'm chasing the belt but like I'm giving myself more of a timeline than I ever have before and more like expectations of myself as far as that goes so we'll see how it turns out I know usually it's like disappointment and I always tell people like don't think about when you're getting that belt it doesn't matter but I have like I guess I thought I had like imposter syndrome I was never gonna get it and then now I'm like maybe I could get it by like December 2025 like who knows the the fact that you're still doing this you know speaks volumes and and it is good to kind of have a you know maybe not necessarily chasing the belt but you do still have an expectation of yourself mm-hmm. and and you know that that you know counts as something as well so good for you on that and congrats on the win you know mm-hmm. getting gold you know, you might say, hey, it wasn't a big competition, you know, da, da, da. competition is competition all the same. So congrats Thank you. to you. I like you compete. I don't I've competed once and you know it, it's not my cup of tea. So even if you're not out there winning gold, you know, consistently, you're still putting yourself out there and and saying, look. I'm here to do this. So congrats. I'm happy for you. Thanks. Um, So with coaching, how is that, you know, reflected in your grappling game at this point? I think at first I was just like, I would teach the cross color choke and then I would just cross color choke everyone. Um, I think what shocks me a lot is I never go to the intermediate classes. I only go to fundamentals. So it should work there with all the new people signing up and they go to the fundamentals classes and then I'm just like doing the kids curriculum all willy nilly on them. Um, it feels really, really good until I get to like comp class or like intermediate class and then i'm like these this kid's curriculum is not cutting it anymore but i've definitely seen like i've seen a step up in how fast i'm learning because i have to know the moves better for the questions like and my my kids are kind of like nitpicky and like they're kind of twerps in a sense of that they just want to question everything that i do And they're like, I think it's stronger if you do it this way or this way. And I'm like, no, you're wrong, twerp. I'll show you every detail to make it perfect. Even if it's not working against every other person in the room in my class, like that kid did it to that kid. So I must be doing something right. So with competition and everything moving forward, I know, you know, you're saying you compete, you know, at every every competition that you get the opportunity 
to get to coming off of this this victory here you know winning gold what did you pick up from that competition that you think you know you know you can carry over moving forward if there was anything that that you did differently you know could just be that you know you're doing the same thing you know over and over and finally you know it just it it sealed in but was there anything that you did different that might carry over to future competitions um try definitely try with all my might and everything that i got i think that after losing like maybe like my first few competitions i just stopped trying and stopped having any expectations for myself and i i don't even think i realized i stopped trying but i would just go out there slap bump and just kind of roll like i was in the gym rolling with like a buddy um this last competition and the last few competitions i've just been trying like all my might and strength and like if i'm not getting off the mat exhausted and my grips aren't sore and like then i wasn't doing enough because if i'm gonna if i'm gonna do it all like now is the time i have all my life to be sloppy with my jujitsu so i think that that's my biggest thing the competition before my last one i had like five matches in gi and four matches i lost all four I think I actually I think I won one, but I lost three and um, I tried with all my might and then I saw and I felt fine about losing and then I saw a girl wearing a gi of like a like a jujitsu gym well known in town. I'm just going to say it Easton. They're so good. They're so big. They have a lot of black belts. And I saw her little Easton gi. I was super intimidated by it and I didn't even try. And so after that, I was like, I lost three matches and I felt happy to be here. And then I lost that match and I felt like shit because I just, I was a noodle out there. <laughs> and so what I did is I went up and signed up for no gi and I won one match, lost one match and ended up getting bronze in the bracket. And I felt okay, like it's it's okay to lose as long as you try. And it feels like shit to lose knowing that you kind of just sat there and didn't do anything, like you didn't try at all. Um, but you can tell if it's like a fight worth fighting. And sometimes it's not and you just get like annihilated and that sucks. But like if you lose and you can feel that you put up a good fight, like that's a win, I think. I absolutely agree. You know, I think there is something to be said, though, about going out there and competing and, you know, really, you know, the effort that you put into it, you know, because, you know, you think about it kind of like, you know, with your training partners, you know, you want to be a good training partner. You know, you don't want to be a limp noodle out there with them and they're trying to work, getting ready for a competition. You're just like flopping on the mat. But, you know, you kind of look at it the same way in a competition. You know, you go out there and, you know, you, you give them a good fight. They earn that win. You know, they're going to feel good about it. You know, you as the competitor should feel good that you, you know, put up a good fight. You know, so I, I think I get what you're saying. Because, yeah, if you go out there and you're just like, eh. I'm just here, you know? Yeah. And like, I've paid money to go compete and not try at all. And I think it's because like when you lose and you don't try, sometimes it feels a little bit like better. Like, well, I didn't try. So of course I lost, but I think I just got over that too, <laughs> that feeling. And like, I pay money to be here and this is my time to like give it my all. So when you're training like do you you know because you know oftentimes i say you know you fight how you how you train you know like if you go up against like a let's say you as a blue belt you go up against a brown belt is it more like a eh, you know what i don't stand a chance i'm just gonna we're, we're just here or is it you know more of a like look i know this guy i'm going at him you know, or, or, or gal for that matter. I don't know why I just assume all guys are brown belts. They're female brown belts <laughs> and black belts. I definitely have both. I have like the training partners that like 
I've I met them at purple belt they're black belts now or brown belts now that when I get my hands on them like I'm gonna go ham knowing that I'm just gonna get beat up the whole time um but for the most part like if there's a brown belt visiting my academy and I want to say that this is what I've been sincerely like with my all working on the past few months but like I definitely am the more of like a like a defense type my guard retention is the best thing that I have got going for me because <laughs> I just have been playing defense like I think I maybe tried to submit people for like a few months and then between then and a few months ago I've only been playing defense and I've just recently been like I actually know transitions and sweeps and like I can mount people and submit people too and I'm working on it and it's all like the talk that my professor had with me too is like I know that you know these moves do them trust in yourself like why are you on the floor the whole time stand up into headquarters like technical stand up is a thing that we learn <laughs> you and I share that very much in common like my jiu-jitsu is all defensive now when I started I was like a go get them like i was attacking everyone i didn't know a damn submission but i was trying everything and right. you know i got to a point where i just became super defensive and that's that's just my game so much so that i, I had to go to one of my coaches who was like hey man can i get some private lessons with you and he was like what do you want to work on i was like look i could defend like a motherfucker like mm -hmm. ain't nobody you know you know tapping me not not too often at least but i don't attack and i know i know jujitsu but there's something blocking so i get i think i get where you're coming from so and just like a space outside of jujitsu like i think the point my professor is trying to make and like something that i've recently learned in my women's boot camp teaching it and seeing the girls do do these things on the mats i'm like what I want you to do is take this outside, take it to work with you and be like, hey, I don't want your hand on my shoulder. Don't put your hand on my shoulder. Or like just take up the space in a day-to-day -day setting every day. Doing like go on being like a confident person with your chin up ready to break someone's guard everywhere you go. Yeah, that, I mean, you know, that, you know, it, it makes sense. It all at, you know, as together because again if you're you know doing your jujitsu in a loosey-goosey way on the mat and not confident it's like what if you need to use that in a workplace you know in, in a real life scenario you know in i think we like to believe that you know when it's go time we're ready to go i know i say that to myself it's like Look, I might be passive on the match with my teammates because we're friends. But if I need to, you know, you know, yoke somebody up, I, you know, I, I, I will. I don't know that, though. I haven't I've only had to use my jujitsu once. And it wasn't even like I mean, you know, when people say jujitsu doesn't work in the streets, they're so goofy with that because it's like, yeah, I'm not going to go on the street and do a fucking Baron Bolo. All right. right. Like, I'm trying to get stumped. But, you know, position awareness, body awareness distance awareness you know mm -hmm. that's jujitsu so i mean i, I I've but also like if you're like picking a fight at the park on some grass i'll bear and bolo you into a rear naked so that your mama can get a video <laughs> like no, just on some not. grass but yeah i mean know your surroundings <laughs> that's a huge part of it it'd be terrible to you know somebody inverts and then fucking ends up snatching your back and choking you rear neck and choking you and then that <laughs> video like goes all over the internet pretty much I, I if that happened to me i'd probably i don't oh i'd i'd have to talk to jennifer lawrence and be like hey so remember that thing that happened you got everything scrolled from the internet how'd you how'd you do that <laughs> I, I i need i need help now i need help Please. i need that kind of i need those people <laughs> like oh money money okay I don't have that, but, but, but no, it, it, it's absolutely true though. You, you know, carry it, you know, with you, like jujitsu is a weapon, you know, 
and you know have it polished and ready to go when needed but i I think like you said though too you know if there's a visiting brown belt or something there is kind of a different approach you know i i I can speak for myself in that i'm shy so yeah it's intimidating i don't don't know them you know they they might be like a, a super duper competitive like brown belt and if you you know get some kind of goofy sweep on them what are they going to do now are they going to unload the clip on you like what what's up so i get it yeah exactly and the answer is yes by the way <laughs> they probably <laughs> will <laughs> yeah yeah I, like i i can't say that i've ever swept a brown belt i know <laughs> me either but <laughs> a brown belt but i imagine if i do they're gonna be like oh yeah this 45 year old dude here I'm about to put this. That's what I do with my kids. My kids the other day, I was the rear naked choke. I was telling him the back of the hand to the back of the head. And he was like, no, this is stronger. The palm to the back of the head is stronger. And I was like, I showed him we did technique or whatever. And then it's been like two weeks now. And I've rear naked choked him every day that he's come (laughs) because because that just didn't sit right with me when he was like no ma'am you're wrong i was like okay i'm gonna rear naked choke you until you're into the adult classes then every time he shows up you're like so is this is this wrong is this still wrong yeah every time too i ask him i'm like are you sure does this feel weak does it you know what doesn't feel weak your tap that doesn't feel weak that's a very strong tap it's it's fast it seems like you're scared (laughs) I also like, tell him like he could test his when he gets my back. Never. Yeah, you can try. You can. I try love picking on my kids. He's really good though. He won bronze in the same competition that I won gold, and it was like my heart just like grew three times the size because it was the first time he won a medal. So I was like, that is awesome. That is awesome. Good. Good. When you're coaching, um. You know, you have any like, you know, butterflies or nervousness, you know, for your your kids going out there? Oh, yeah, definitely. And like, I'm nervous that I'm not going to know what he needs to know right then and there because I've only been training like seven years, but like on and off and I'm only a blue belt and like I'm barely playing the game myself. So I'm like, I just want to make sure that I have everything in my pocket that you might need and I don't, but he knows that. And we were just working on it together. <laughs> so as long as you're able to, you know, guide them, you know, it's a walk together. You get, mm-hmm. you get them to a certain point and it's like, you know, there, there are certain points where you even, you, you know, you both know it's like, Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Never seen an omoplata before. What the fuck is this? because that did happen to one of our kids in competition and we didn't go over that with them but she had to move up she moved up in age because i i think there's no one in her group or something so she ended up moving up um i believe she was 11 or 12 and she was going against 13 and up and the girl put her uh an omoplata and like she had no idea what it was and we're like shit how do we how do we coach her out of this and um she she survived she she got through it and lost on points but the other young lady that she was going against her coach was uh we didn't hear this she heard it her coach was like break her shoulder and she you know she came over afterward and says to her you know she was like you know shook her hand and thanked her for competing against her and you know she says my coach was saying you know break your shoulder and I was not going to do that. I was like, thank you for being a good person. Yeah. And, you know, and, and considering too, you're going against, I don't know if they knew that our, our kid was younger, but you know, younger and you know, tough, tough kid. So, you know, it's just like that competition mentality. Like that's how the adults think when they compete, like if they don't tap, they don't tap, break their shoulder. Like, but it's intense and that's definitely not how i how i want to go about things like give your opponent plenty of time to tap 
and they will tap. If you have it and you have it right and you have the control that you should have, then you shouldn't be worried and you should have plenty of time to give them time to tap. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of my thing too with potential, you know, competing is I, I don't have that killer instinct to say, well, I'm, you know, if you're not tapping, I'm snapping your arm. Like that's yes. just like I, the fact that people send me limb breaking videos on Instagram nonstop is upsetting because it's like you fuckers know I don't like this and you keep sending me things that are e even repeat videos like, it's the same video most of the time I was like why why are we doing this so yeah I've definitely I, I been in a position where like I'm getting yelled at to break their arm and like I'm like, mm -mm. and I've been in a position where I like, I look at her coach and I'm like, she is not tapping. But the thing is, is she can't get away. And I think that's the matter. Like, that's how you know you have it. And self-defense jujitsu, like, you shouldn't be practicing breaking each other's arms. You're practicing control until the police arrive or like control until you can get away, control the distance and dip. Like you're never actually like, those are always last case scenario situations. So I think like, yes, you're gonna get the tap way faster. Like maybe you don't even need to be that good if you go really fast, but I don't know. I don't like with, especially with the kids, I don't appreciate that type of mentality no i i agree i mean have you thought just... about getting your girl into jujitsu is she training it so we've had some discussions my wife and i there's there was a program going on nearby for homeschool kids and you know it, it was a really good price and the time was right and i was like oh you should do this like, let's go. And the initial conversation went like, okay, yeah, that, that I like it. it. It's a good idea. What's the gym? And she said the gym's name, which I won't repeat here. And I was like, no, I don't particularly, I'm not fond of, you know, the guy, you know, that, that runs that gym. Um, I haven't had direct personal um, instances with him, but there there have been some things that kind of were floating about, and just his, his social media, he, he would say things that it was just like, I don't know about you, buddy. Like, mm -hmm. like I don't think I don't think we would jive very well. Uh, and you know, my wife was like, okay, well, you know, that's fine. That's fine. And I thought about it. I was like, I don't think he's going to be coaching it. He's not going to be coaching these kids on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah. It's probably going to be true. a blue belt or a purple belt doing it. And, you know, I was like, why don't we do this? Let's sign her up. Let's go take a look at it. And, you know, you can let them know that, you know, her dad trains. And, you know, I'll stop him from time to time, you know, just, you know, encourage and everything. And my wife was like, you know what? No, I don't want to give that guy my money. I was like, fuck. I shouldn't have said nothing. Dang. <laughs> did, she, did she like look at his social media? I believe she did. I believe she did. Um, and I was like, fuck. All right. Because like our gym, our gym is pretty costly. So to have two of us in this household training there, it, it's it's uh, pretty penny. And that's not to say it's not worth it. You know, right. it's definitely worth, you know, putting, putting, you, you know, your child into jujitsu. I'm thinking, um, like I told my wife, what I'm looking at probably doing is this summer, you know, moving forward something in some capacity, I, I give myself an allowance and I might just take my allowance and pay for her tuition. And my wife was like, what the fuck are you doing? You need to buy action figures. Like, uh -huh. like no, prepared for your like addict. <laughs> That's like, so funny. 
she knows i feel like i have heard so many stories of like your wife seeing something in the store and she's like oh he's not gonna find this anywhere i'm gonna just grab it really quick yeah that's that's usually the case i'll get pictures now texting me hey do you have this and like lately there's been hardly anything that i've wanted so she'll send me pictures and i'm like i don't have it but i also don't want it and it, or or i'll find it on amazon for like in, in the store to like 25 on amazon you know after a while they drop down to like eight dollars sometimes it's so like i'll wait for the price to drop mm -hmm. i don't think that one's worth it so you know she she gets it but at the same time you know i'd much rather put my kid in jujitsu than to fill my basement with more plastic so yeah, uh, but there is the interest uh, my you know my daughter has that because she'll come over to class with me sometimes and you know she runs around the gym uh, like the screensaver on our tv is um just you know a slideshow of her like growing up and there's a picture of her at the gym playing with uh the pug playing tug of war you know oh. and she's like dad can i go back to the gym i want to go play with the dog that's uh, so like, cute. Like, baby, What's the gym without been... a jitsu dog? Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I told her, like, I, I don't go to that specific location right now. I go back over to the other one close to home, and we don't have a dog there. <laughs> she was oh. like, what? You don't have a dog? I was like, no, baby. We, yeah, we you, you got to get a gym dog there. <laughs> you know, we did have someone that, that would bring uh, their dog in, but that's usually like for the night classes and i go on saturday mornings oh, where, okay. where they aren't so yeah but she she's aware of it she watches jujitsu and mma with me so she's fully aware of everything uh you know we used to during COVID. you know when we we're doing uh we got mats in the basement you know i'd have her working on solo drills and stuff now she's actually bigger it's like hey now you can actually do some of these drills with me like partner drills and uh, we're gonna work on this thing called a heel hook. Like, come here, let me see your leg. Like, you heal quickly, so it's all right if I turn zero to a hundred. <laughs> we didn't jump into wrist locks, so I mean, Dang. like that's that's for when she turns nine. Okay, um, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, so they, they there is you know interest in you know the plan to put her in jujitsu at some point. Um, I was also my thing is because she's very much like me i don't want to put her in too early and have her get burnt out and lose interest yeah. early on and then never want to go back to it so i feel like you know she turns eight in may so you know let's look at it and our rule here is if you sign up for something you have to at least finish out the, the whatever the, the contract is or whatever mm -hmm. the season is you have to finish that out at least uh versus saying well i don't like this after one class and it's like oh sorry right you signed up for seven years <laughs> you're in this until you're 15. Uh, I, but we'll we'll get her to it eventually and i think she'll really enjoy it i just you know i also don't want to be that parent i'm pretty sure i wouldn't be i don't want to be that parent that's you know my kid is doing jujitsu now you know i'm living vicariously through my child you know as oh, as yeah. they're you know ranking up and, and doing so well because kids today the jujitsu that kids today are learning oh my gosh have you seen helena yeah she like, is my like inspiration right now she's crazy i, mean, I think ali was supposed to fight like someone that she was supposed to fight or her or something yes yeah, she was supposed to fight her specifically oh. i think uh ali got i think ali that's when she got injured she got yeah. injured i didn't uh, know she was gonna fight her mm -hmm. oh that's crazy there was something uh there's a, a a thread so i don't know what social media platform it was on but it made its way to instagram and someone was talking big shit um basically uh, Ali didn't deserve the fight yeah yeah and i was like get the fuck out of here like like who, who the fuck are you shut up yeah that was annoying dork but, but ali doesn't care ali's like no. she's such a go-getter she's so cool 
yeah it, it, it's been really really fun just watching her journey just watching her like go was like oh my and god just blow up as this like ju like jujitsuria like famous inspiration like she she just blew up like it was insane i remember i remember like i stopped going to dark horse combat during covid i stopped going for like 10 months and i got back and ali was there and i went back two months later and she was a blue belt and then i went back to like maybe a month later and she taught all of the classes and then i was like dang this girl's onto something like she is fast she's a fast learner and she's badass there are those individuals that you know they take to something and it becomes theirs and it's like no matter what it is they're going to excel so mm -hmm. i mean it's like she's also another one that i was like oh i should reach out and you know try to get her back on the podcast i was like no you're a celebrity now I, you know i gotta chill like, i know she's like famous now like I, I don't i wouldn't even know what to say to her I'm like hey so she would be so you. happy to be on the podcast though she would be like yeah. i miss you and, and she's yeah she's super sweet and i, I always like joke about it but i do feel like you know what like with you know her training all the time and you know competing it's like i i, I don't want to i don't want to jump into your space i don't want to take up your time so um i think i it looks like she you know she's you know pretty pretty well healed so you know I i'm looking so. forward to seeing her get back out there and and competing hopefully she gets that that matchup again because i, I think it would have been a, a fun fight for her it would have been a good fight for everyone to see and you know for the for the doofus out there running his mouth it's like well, dude what the fuck are you doing other than right. writing on the internet Dick. Yeah, um, that was annoying. I, I hope she gets that fight again. And I think you should have her on the podcast. She probably has so much jutsu wisdom that I would be so stoked to hear it. I'm maybe I'm just too shy to reach out and I'm like, you should do it. And then we can talk to her through the podcast. <laughs> you know what? Here's an idea. I'll get you both here. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll work it out. Um, however, we have to do it. Uh, it'll be all three of us and we'll, we'll do a round table or a cross table or whatever it is That'd but be awesome. but either way it goes um you know seeing her jujitsu journey and just seeing her you know progress and learn you know seeing seeing the young kids coming up and learning it is in yourself you know because hey mm -hmm. like like you're you're new old lady you know like you're 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 one of them youngins as well. So, you know, I, I look at jujitsu just with everybody coming into it now. The shit that I learned when I came in was far different. You know, and granted, I know you've been training what seven years. I mean, I mean, you're still kind of in the thick of it though. You're still, you know, at, at a young age where you're like you're still absorbing it. I like I started at 38. And I came in like guns are blazing, like, oh my God, I'm scrambling with the wrestlers. I was rolling. And then once I hit 40, my hip felt funny one day. I was like, mm, that ain't right. Oh, no. Guess I'm not scrambling today. Oh, guess we're gonna be pulling guard now. And then oh shit, my my other hip hurts. I guess you're just gonna pass this guard. We're not oh, today. So but you know, the stuff that I was learning, you know, at Blue Belt. You know, a lot of younger grapplers, kids specifically, are learning that shit into the door. It's like they walk in the door and I was like, all right, so this is what we're doing. Whereas, you know, when I came in as a white, I was like, all right, well, this is, um, you know, uh, Americana, Kimura. All right, now we're going to work our way up to an arm bar, some rear naked chokes, you know, guillotine, you know, just step by step. Now it's just like throw them in the fire. Like, yeah. Let them cook. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. They're like, they're like inversing months into and doing the bolos and like all the shit. Yeah. One of my teammates said to me a couple weeks back, because I was somehow I was like, hey, I, I'm not built for inverts. Inverting is not my thing. I got this belly in the way, number one. Number two, I got a bad neck. Number three, I, I as soon as I go upside down, I get scared. And he was like, well, I mean, come on, man. The kids are doing it. I was like, 
look at those little fucks. They're like bendy. Like, I don't even know if they have actual like vertebrae. Like that's you know, true. <laughs> They're young enough to just reconstruct it. <laughs> yeah. It's like you just see them like like fall apart and like their body just reforms like a fucking transformer. It's like, okay. Literally. Actually, I rode with uh one of the young ladies, she's a blue belt now, but I remember you know when they first came in, you know, years ago, and I rode with her over the summer, and it was such a weird like experience because it's like because I'm no longer coaching. So it was like, okay, hey, what's going on? You know, we slap hands and like she just jujitsu circles around me, and I was like, holy shit. I'm out of my element. <laughs> like, I have no business here. Yeah, I love how, yeah, the kids just learn fast. Like, they just learn way faster than adults. And, I mean, I'm a young, I'm only 23, so maybe I need to pick up my pace. But my kids learn way faster than adults. Like, I can maybe do four techniques tops in an adult class. And then with the kids, like, they're bored. And we have 30 minutes left in class and we've hit everything in this month's curriculum. So yeah, jujitsu games. We, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking too. Is like, you know, kids get to play like really fun games too. Because like when I used to teach, that was always a thing. Kids learn through play. So, you know, a parent could walk into the classroom and be like, Oh, these kids are just playing. What do you guys do all day? You guys look like you just play. And I was like, Yeah, we are playing but they're also learning through play. I mean, my current job now, if you look at the documentation I do every day, it's like, hey, we went to the library, we played board games. We went to the library and we played Uno. We went to the basketball court and you know we played around the world. There's learning going on for the individual that I'm working with, you know, and people could just, you know, if, if you look at the documentation, it's like, that doesn't look like you're learning anything. It was like, you learn so much through play. And yeah. kids, especially, you know. Even with the adults, like I incorporate a lot of games into all of my adult classes. I know that some of the like big, like masculine bad boys don't love playing like games. Um, last week when I did, I just did warm ups for one of the coaches. He asked me to warm up the class for him, and and like this this really big, strong, masculine guy who like I know and I've known him for like a year, but he gets like frumpy when he can't pass my guard and he gets frumpy when I sweep him out of my mount. Cause like I'll let, I won't let anyone mount me, don't get me wrong, but if you get mount, I'll sweep you and I feel good about it. So he just gets like really frumpy about it. And he was really mad that I was like, for warm-ups, we were just going to play a game. And he was like, for adults, we usually just do. And I was like, oh, I know. I've been training seven years. I know what adults usually do. But we're going to play a game because it's fun. And we're all kids sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and it's beneficial. One like, you learn stuff. You do. You get in good habits. The One of our Saturday classes, our coach had us do – um, a game where basically he put the timer on and says, you have one minute, you're, you're bottom out, get out. If you don't get out, you're doing burpees. <laughs> I can't stand burpees during football <laughs> practice. We did burpees and I cried, but like, I was a freshman, but still like we were doing burpees and the ground was like solid. Like it was cold. So the ground was like hard. I remember every time I hit the ground, he was just like, oh, my God, I hate this so much. But it made me tougher. Um, but, like, you know, playing that, that game, though, it does, like, it puts a sense of urgency on you. Because it's like, well, you want to do these burpees or you're going to get out of mounts. And, right. you know, I was going with one of our tougher guys, too. And, and I was like, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not going to have this guy, you know, first off you know, establish dominance over me. Number one, number two, I'm not doing burpees. Now when the tables are turned, I had him for a while. It got close and there's a confidence boost there for a second. Where I was like, Oh my God, I, I didn't think I would make it eight seconds holding this dude down, let alone like, you know, 
almost a minute, but he too hates burpees. So he was like, I, to be fair though, I'm a tubby fella. So, you know, he, he, he's taller than me, but I'm positive. I, I, I outweigh him. I'd say 20, 20 pounds. So as the smaller person, that doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. And usually it doesn't because one of my favorite people to train with is, is a much smaller female. And it, it, I love training with her because it is such a challenge because I can never hold her inside control. Getting mount on her. It's yeah, that, that ain't happening for me. Like I try and she's, she's out, she's gone. She just moves so much. I'm like, and if she gets to my back, I don't know why I can't like shake her off my back. I can escape. Now, if I get her back though, there is, I do feel very confident that if I get her back, you know, I'm there, I'm in control. But the problem is getting there. Yeah. She, like she's tough. So you little humans. Grr. Yeah. Pros and cons. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very much so. I mean, being bigger, sure, I can just use my strength. You know, mm -hmm. I can muscle my way through things, but that's also really like shitty technique though in most cases if i'm muscling my way through that's not to say strong dudes you know don't have good technique there are, there are a lot of dudes that are massively strong with amazing technique and then there are guys who are just really shitty at technique that are just really strong and they're like oh yeah like i got the arm bar yes i mean did you <laughs> did you get the arm bar or did you just like <laughs> yeah. move me into there like, I don't know if that was really like the sweep that you did. It's like, yeah, sure. You sweat. You me, just pushed me. <laughs> yeah. Like you just bench pressed me. And that, that's not a sweep. Uh, like since when did bench press become a sweep? Weirdo. For me, I just get so angry because I'm like, I know you just pushed me and it shouldn't have fucking worked. And it's me. It's not, it's not you strengthening out of it. It's, I don't know how I don't have a technique stronger than your strength, and then I get mad about it. Like, yeah, I mean, the, and there there are the cons to for your side of it. Yeah. I mean, but I mean that that's the beauty of jujitsu, though, is you know we work on those things, and you know your game is designed for you, and your game is designed to you know to win against whoever. You know, mm -hmm. if you're going against me, who's, well, I don't even know how much I weigh. I'm scared to touch the scale, but we're going to say 215. I am positive it's higher. We're going to go 215. If you're going against me at 215, I probably got you by, you know, 100, close to 100 pounds. That's going to be a fucked up match. But they can't wait to roll with you. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Because just as I just said, yeah, you know, this one, this young lady that I roll with, she, she's a nightmare for me. She's like, yes. I'm like, I'm going to be a little monkey girl. <laughs> Dude, there's this uh, female brown belt I rolled with. Oh, she got my back. I thought it was the end. <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, I'm not sure what to do. Like, she didn't submit me, but it was like the way that she clung to me like a backpack. I was like, yeah. this is how you do it. Dang. Doing it all wrong. I, that's what I need. I need to get take a private from someone like from like the smallest black belt out there and learn how to cling like a backpack. It, it's it's a game changer because when she got my back, it then clicked in my mind. I need to be this way on people's backs now. And there was no fear at all that she was going to get shaken off or, you know, rolled or anything. She was like, nah, I'm here. You've got to carry me now. And I was like, She's right. I do. And I don't I don't know how to like escape. And I'm of course my coach is sitting there watching it like this fucking guy. Like, what have we been teaching him? So it's she's a brown belt coach. Yeah. I can't yeah. slam her on the mat. What am I supposed to do? Like she's a brown belt and I'm a little dumb. Like that is not a good combination, dude. Like and, and, and Dude, I know that feeling though, because like after competition, my coaches and my professor, they're always like, they're all like every time they're like, well, that one you probably should have been able to 
or that one you should have probably i'm surprised that you weren't able to every single time and i'm like i'm not a good competitor i get nervous <laughs> i can't hear yeah. you guys i am thinking about like everything else not what you were saying to me uh, that's definitely a thing though too is the nerves you know you just lose sight of everything because you're nervous it's like oh shit and like why are they trying to like why is this person across from me trying to like hurt me well you're you're in a competition i know shit oh shit you're right i am i'm like girl why are you going ham right now and then she's like um it's a competition like, didn't didn't we just slap hands? I thought I thought that was like we're cool now, right? Like, yeah, cool to fight. Like, fuck. I want to. I'm like I have been in the past pretty verbal in competing, so like I'll like accidentally hit someone in the face, and I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry," and I'll even stop the match and reach up for their face and be like, "Are you okay?" But they're like they take advantage. They'll take my arm and armbar me as I like reach up and be like, do I have, did I bruise your face? Like, I wonder though, cause I mean, like we, we you and I clearly are of the same branch of <laughs> jujitsu where we're like super nice. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, <laughs> so am I. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Yeah. Why, why are you hurting me? Literally every time. Um, but I wonder, you know, because I think about that, though, too, when it's like, you're super nice, but it's like Sour Patch Kids, you know, um, like, now they're sweet. Oh, now they're sour. But I think for us, we don't have the sour. I think that I have it. Just not. It's never going to be a girl my age, my size that's upsetting me. If I was competing against, like, like the guy whose first day of rolling he's like you know what i don't feel it i don't think you're doing it right and i'm like no you know what you they put me with you for a reason <laughs> like you, it's your first day i promise i'm doing it right like if i was competing against that guy and that guy's ego like then i would win yeah i think that's a uh, another big thing too is like the ego that people come in with and it's like, then they go against you. It's like, oh, look at this tiny human here. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, why won't she get off of my back? Wait, what's she doing? Is this is this a choke? Is this Valhalla? Am I am I going to? Right, like, exactly. But, but I'm sure, you know, your jujitsu, I mean, your blue belt, you're also competing. So, you know, it, it's it's valid. It's, you know, you're good. You're good. I believe in you after competing you know do you go over your video of, of the matches or anything yeah i usually re like record all my matches and i watch them um and then i'll send them to my uncle and my uncle owns an academy in arizona and i'm in denver now and he will be like at 135 you let go of the script why did you do that and at one 47 this is what caused the sweep and at here like at 370 we should have we need to work on this and we need to work on your dog like your dog fight and like so he'll like circle things and take screenshots and like give me time stamps and like he's intense with it <laughs> in my mind i'm thinking that's got to be cool to have that you know that feedback and it's like hmm maybe not a little, little too intense relax like Fine. don't get to tell me everything that's wrong just tell me some of the things that are wrong right i like it i do like it <laughs> i take what i want <laughs> it's like he'll send you like like all this information like spreadsheets like here like here's all the answers like yeah i'm only um I, like I'm, I'm gonna look at like a couple of these things like the things that aren't hurtful like just right things that will help the things that are not hurtful that's like keyboard <laughs> that's funny I'm triggered <laughs> um, i'm like look if you want to go win a competition you need to sign up for a competition brother because <laughs> i am my own person 
that's that's where I always think about it as I'm looking at competitions and stuff. And I don't ever speak ill of anyone competing. You know, you know, because there are people that get on the internet and just talk shit. They'll laugh at someone that that messed up something or did something goofy. It's like, hey man, they're out there. You're not. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I, um, I had uh, a gentleman on who was at ADCC and he did a buggy choke, and he got slammed. And that video went all over the internet, all over the internet. And I, I didn't actually know it was him. Until he brought it up on the podcast. I saw the video. I'm pretty sure I reposted the video. And he, he, you know, mentioned it was him. I was like, oh, sure. But, you know, in no way was it, you know, in the matter of laughing at, you know, his folly. It was really a matter of like, oh, shit, is this legal? That's why I posted the video. I was like, oh, this dude, and like, oh, it was ADCC. Yeah, it's fucking legal. So, oh. Yeah. But, yeah, at, at the end of the day, you know, folks that compete. My hat goes off to all of you because when when you get out there, you know, there's just all the nerves and all the um, adrenaline that's that's flowing through. So it's like I I have panic attacks going to class, let alone going to compete. So, yeah, kudos to use. Thank you. Yeah, I've definitely like experienced that. Like, there's like a social aspect of it that is like very overwhelming too. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just like there's so many pieces of jujitsu and so many ways that it just like picks at you and who you are and and what you're capable of and and like getting comfortable being uncomfortable in every type of situation. Like, it's it's the best for that. Sure. Just like putting yourself out there in every way possible, like socially and physically and emotionally and all of it. <laughs> when it comes to mental health and grappling, like is like how does that you know work for you? You know, and, and just kind of get out there on the mat. You know, is it therapeutic to get out there and compete, or is it? Like, are you able to drown the outside world out or do you bring that onto the mat? Like, you know, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, you're like, like somebody's getting their ass whipped on the mat. It's like, why me? (laughs) I like to think that I can do that because I'm so angry in my day to day that like I like to think that I take it to jujitsu and then I beat everyone up. But realistically, like. I get to jujitsu and I'm like nervous to do what I know I know how. And then I end up doing it. And I think that like a lot of times I get grumpy on my way to jujitsu. Like this is a chore, knowing that it's actually a privilege. And then I leave jujitsu and I feel better about myself just for going. And I think like there's days that I don't feel that good about it. And I'm like, why do I do this? That wasn't really that fun. <laughs> And then a week later, I'm like, if there's one thing that I have in my life that is for me, that I'm proud to be like, this is what I do, and I'm still doing it, and there's one thing I care about, it's jujitsu. So I definitely like, I think that like, just as hard as it hits, like the lows, like waiting for your belt and like comparing to people and like seeing people surpass you and like being smothered all day like the lows i think and knowing that i can get through those lows help me throughout my lows in my in my everyday life um so i don't think that jujitsu is like like a place where i just don't think about my like sadness or like the downfalls of my life but it definitely makes me feel like if I can do this, I can do that. Sure, so, sure. and there's times where it's really, really fun too. <laughs> so, do you listen to music on the way into class? Like, do you have anything that hypes you up, or you know, you just go in because there's some there's some psychopaths that just drive in with no music, and it's like, I don't want to roll that dude. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! I know that dude too. <laughs> That's crazy. 
Um, I listen to metal music going to jujitsu or like Mexican music too. You know, neither of those surprised me at all. <laughs> Following your, your Instagram was like, as soon as I heard you say metal, I was like, okay, yep. That makes I, sense. Um, that makes sense. It, it checks. Um, <laughs> I like girl punk, girl punk on the way to jujitsu, because if I'm the only girl there and I was listening to girl punk the whole way, I'm like, I'm about to kill some bros today. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, I think, you know, it's a safe, safe zone, you know, better than corn and limp biscuit. It's like, why she got a shank on the mat now? I know. <laughs> Seriously. Like, relax. No. Did she bring that fork with her? <laughs> What's up? Is she in the corner shaving that spoon down? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Get her out of here. That um, is not a lot. No shanking in jujitsu. That feels like something I would have to tell my kids. <laughs> yeah. Put I that mean, fork down. Well, I've had you here for quite a bit of time, and I don't want to take up all your evenings. So I would love to wrap us up here but i definitely want to have you back on and th this was fun just just, just talking jujitsu and just talking yeah I just catching up it's been a while yes ma'am it has but before we get out of here do you have any shout outs or mentions that you would like to draw um not really i should say follow dark horse combat club on instagram especially if you live in denver um you can follow my Instagram, Shut Up Nut. I want to do women boot camps quarterly. So if you live in the Denver area and you're interested in self-defense jujitsu for girls, or you know a girl who'd be interested, um, give Dark Horse Combat Club a follow or Shut Up Nut, and I'll be posting information about the next one, hopefully soon. All right. I will also put that information in the show notes. I was checking the metrics. So they, like, I know at one point I had a lot of Denver like downloads. And at that point it was, you just like, like absorbing it all. So I don't know that that's still, it, it carries over. I still have a lot of um, downloads in Denver. So good, good, good. You know, they, they catch this and sign up. Yeah, I hope so. Can't wait to meet you guys. <laughs> Actually, at, looking at the the metrics the other day, I was like, I gotta shout Denver out because Denver be showing up. Like, I, get, I sometimes get more downloads from Denver than I do Maryland. I live in Maryland. Oh wow, that's hype! <laughs> like, on one note, yes, but on the other note, I was like, I gotta talk to my folks. I was like, Yo, what the fuck? Wait, <laughs> my friends aren't even listening. It's fine. Thank you, Denver. I love you all. Thank yeah, you. we love you. We love you too. Yes. Uh, and for everybody listening thank you so much i do appreciate you all denver a little bit more but you know everyone else too california california be showing up too i love you guys too in germany that's wild <laughs> germany wild germany. as fuck but yes thank you everyone um, if you have any questions, concerns, criticisms, always feel free to reach out. You can find me at bjj.wiki on Instagram or off the mats podcast on Instagram. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very approachable. You shoot me a message. I'm always going to reply. Um, I'm never too busy to reply. I've had some people say, oh, my God, I can't believe you reply. Why wouldn't I reply? You shoot me a message. I, I definitely appreciate it. And I will always answer you unless it's something shitty. If it's shitty, then I'm not gonna answer. Yeah. Except for one person said something shitty and I replied, I just happened to be on at that moment. They sent the message and I said, shut up. <laughs> so so there's that. But um, but yeah, reach out to me. You know, if y'all got any questions, concerns, want to be on the show, even want to give a big shout out to my crew over there at Nerd Rage Radio. Bobby, Chris, Joe, Rel and Phil. Love you guys. Ricky Ticky. All you fellas, thank you. If it wasn't for Nerd Rage Radio, I wouldn't be doing podcasts. So thank you to those fellas. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my other podcast, So You Like Horror. If you're into that kind of stuff, go check it out. Uh, we've been doing horror through the decades for 2023. I decided that we're going to start doing things for each year. 
and this year was horror through the decades and we just completed the 2020s and we're going to do one more episode to kind of do a century in a century of horror so we're going to talk about everything that we kind of do a recap so stay tuned for that and then going into 2024 i think we're going to do cursed films so maybe that are final girls i don't know we'll figure it out it's exciting i have to talk with the the team that the team that doesn't even they're so divided on decisions. I just make the decision myself. I'm like, look, you guys can't fucking help me. But um, but yeah, tune in for for that and uh, stay tuned for what the theme for 2024 is going to be. And um, last but not least, my wonderful guest here is Shut Up Nut. Thank you. Big shout out to you. And go give her a follow and follow her her jujitsu journey. And also go get into some um boot camp over there. You know, y'all need it. So go do it. (laughs) Otherwise, thank you, everyone. I love you to death. You guys keep listening and we will keep making these shows. Thank you, everyone. And goodbye. They promise it. Now let me see his song.